his furious departure from home six years and a lifetime before. He was altogether unprepared for this meeting. Jamie? His brother asked at last, then coughed. The other visitor, meanwhile, had a hand cupped over his mouth and nose to protect them from the fumes. In the dim light of the smithy, Jamie couldn't even tell whether or not it was someone he knew. Robert? Jamie said hoarsely. He swallowed. I... we can speak outside. The sunlight was painfully bright after the darkness of the forge. Jamie squinted through it. His brother Robert seemed much the same as ever. A big man in his thirties, with a handsome, high-coloured face and long brown hair tied back under his wide-brimmed hat. His chin was stubbled and his clothes were travel-stained. His riding boots were spattered with fresh mud from the road. His companion was vaguely familiar, though Jamie couldn't put a name to him. A dark, sneering fellow in the red coat of the new model army, similarly travel-worn. The air, muggy as it was, felt deliciously cool and fresh after the smithy. Jamie unwrapped the damp cloth and wiped his face with it. Robert flinched and exclaimed loudly, Chase you. Jamie winced. Your face looks like a soused hawk's cheek, Robert said, with a mixture of reproach and disgust. Lord of mercy. Jamie said nothing. He'd known that his family would be horrified by the ruin of the right side of his face. It was one of the reasons he'd stayed away from them. The war had eaten the handsome young man who'd stormed out their door and spat out a grim, hulking, one-eyed ogre. Strangers looked at him with real fear. Small children hid behind their mothers at the sight of him. Deliberately, he called up the memory of his young wife, stroking his scarred cheek and smiling up at him, her beautiful dark eyes alight with love. If his face could inspire that, then he could live with it. Your friend that Ritter said you'd lost an eye. Robert went on. And some part of your hand. Jamie held up his right hand, with the iron brace that now stood for his missing fingers. Aye, as you see, I've learned to do without it. Brother, I... I'm surprised to see you. Robert snorted. Aye, you've sent us no word these three years to say where you were and what you were about. Apart from that last January to say that you were wed. It were better to have sent no word than that one. Father was in a rage for a week. Jamie sighed. He'd guessed that his father was very angry. There'd been no word from the old man, but the regular instalments of money that had been coming ever since he was wounded had stopped. I meant him no disrespect. I would have waited for his blessing, but... But you had only a brief while, I, so you said, to settle your affairs before you were obliged to rejoin the army. But that begged more questions, such as, why couldn't you wait till you were clear of the army before you wed, and why you were obliged to rejoin it in the first place? God have mercy, I learned the answer to that when I went to the commissary general to ask what had become of you. Arrested! and sent to prison 
locked up like a common vagrant for brawling, and released only because the army had need of a blacksmith. I haven't yet dared tell father. Jamie looked at him sharply. Ireton told you I was arrested for brawling? Ireton? repeated Robert, momentarily distracted. You said you went to the commissary general. Robert shrugged, his lips jutting dismissively. To his office, to his staff. Did you tell me they lied? Aye, Jamie said with quiet intensity. He glanced at Robert's companion, remembering now where he'd seen the man before. Ireton's office. The memory was not a pleasant one. Robert paused, staring at his brother in surprise. The companion snorted in contempt. You prefer to plead guilty to mutiny?